0: of the U.N.'s founders. Who
1: has the milk and apples? Who 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 has the milk
0: and apples? Milk and apples? Milk and apples? Milk and apples? We pinch them! Our enemies are innovative and resourceful. And so are we. They
2: never stop thinking
3: about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. They want us to leave. That's what they want us to do. And I think the world would be better off if we did leave. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen,
4: broadcasting from the beautiful Fairfield, Connecticut. You are listening to the one, the only, Animal Farm. The date today is Tuesday, June 17th. 2008. I am Ben Miller, and I'm showing here with my fellow non-blindfolded 9-11 truthers, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. (laughs) And Pyeth on the soundboard. Hello. We've got another great show for everybody tonight. We're going to be getting into the whole Mark Dice news that's going on. We've also got some news on students in Denver that are going to be getting microchip. and we also have a brand new Law or Lie tonight, America's Favorite Game Show, as well as other news, your phone call, and that classic animal farm analysis straight ahead. You are on the farm.
1: I am absolutely appalled at how much people in this country do not think. You're listening to the
5: Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Visit us on the web at AnimalFarmshow.com.
6: So, uh, a word to the wise: If you happen to go into a Home Depot, then you might want to listen to this one.
7: <laughs>
6: oh boy, I don't even know what to, I don't know what to make of this. If folks, if you go into any establishment other than your your house and you uh, go to the bathroom, check the toilet seat because there's this, this thing going on now. I guess in Home Depot and other major department stores where people are putting glue on the toilet seat <laughs> and because we're the oh, because no. we're the smartest nation in the world we're having people sitting there and as you can imagine they're being coming glued to the seat <laughs> oh, no. june 13th the st louis man claims that he was injured last year after being glued to a toilet seat in a home depot and is suing the retail giant for negligence god you
8: help us me,
0: but
6: you will never my only in this twisted nation uh, Haywood <laughs> Rosales, age 31, charges that during an August 2007 visit to Home Depot in Florissant, Missouri, he used a store bathroom and came into contact with a toilet seat covered with adhesive, according to his circuit court lawsuit. Rosales lawyers told TSG that their client did not notice the adhesive before sitting down and that he used his cell phone to alert his wife, <laughs> with whom. <laughs> in fact, I'd love to hear that Imagine call. That. Can I just hear the call? Oh, I just, man. you know. So he um yes yeah, so he ended up calling his wife and he was obviously stuck and if you can imagine ben, if you're at Home Depot you know it's not like you're at CVS I mean they have some strong adhesives in that in that place they got the gorilla <laughs> adhesive gorilla glue yeah yeah the gorilla mm-hmm. glue so uh it's it's just you know gets it gets worse and worse and and like I said it's been going on in Boulder Colorado in 2005 another Home Depot. Shopper, uh, sued the company because he claimed he got stuck to a restaurant toilet seat. Uh, a prankster had smeared it with glue. So this might be, maybe it's an internal problem. Maybe the, you know, the people who work there say, you know what? You know, don't use the first stall. That's the Gorilla Glue one. <laughs> you know, know,
4: something like that. Maybe
6: somebody's been watching too much Police Academy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was Bob Darty, 57. He, he accused employees of ignoring his cries for help for about 15 minutes. It, and this, is, this is a 2005 one, so,
7: you know.
5: <laughs>
6: yeah, I mean, I, 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 I feel kind of dumb even, you know, coming up and saying this. But, yeah, folks, if you're going to sit down in the toilet, if you're not, uh, you know, one of those people who uses the little paper... Sanitary things that most bathrooms now in, in most places have. If you're not even one of those, just make sure you check the seat. Maybe you want to wipe it down, make sure there's no glue on the seat. <laughs> um, I'd be kind
4: of embarrassed if I got caught not using one of those. Yeah, I mean I would I there. would just take the seat
6: off and somehow fit it in my pants and go home. I, I don't know what I would do. You don't want to you know, at this point I would probably just say, you know, we have to laugh at this. And I wouldn't sue Home Depot. I mean you have to be somewhat you have to be aware of what's going on, at least in this world. But uh, I'm switching gears here a little bit more crazy opening intro, animal farm stuff here. Science have found microbes that eat garbage And excrete crude oil What? Yeah Ben 10 years ago I could never Why have not? A, Yeah <laughs> 10 years ago I could never have imagined That I'd be doing this As Greg Powell Age 33 A former software executive As he squints into the late afternoon California sun Quote He says I mean This is essentially agriculture right? But the people I talk to Especially the ones coming out of business school This is the one hot area every, Everyone wants to get into He means bugs To be more precise The genetic alteration of bugs very, very small bacteria get this, so that when they feed on agricultural waste such as wood chips or wheat straw, they do something extraordinary. They excrete crude oil. Wow. Go figure. Unbelievably, this is not a sci- this is not science fiction. Pow holds up a small beaker of bug excretion that could theoretically be poured into the tank of a giant Lexus SUV next to us. So you guys can check this out more, it's a pretty long article. Pretty interesting stuff. So out of the Times, it's also in Fox News, just called Scientists Find Microbes That Eat Garbage and Excrete Crude Oil. So wow. wow. I got a lot of crazies tonight, Ben. I was one of those, you know, pick pick your poison, so maybe I'll fill them in yeah. the rest of the way. But I know we have a lot to talk about tonight. Plus, we have Lorelei, which always makes the show just fly by. This is uh, episode, what, 13 now? So only yeah, uh, seven, like seven yep.
4: left after the So, Yep, yep. Number I'm going to reach us, folks. 512-646-1984. No coincidence on the 1984. <laughs> that is the number to reach us. Also, if you don't want to give us a phone call, you could drop us an instant message. AOL instant message, screen name. Uh, animal Farm Show, all one word. There you go. This coming out of Raw Story, a uh, fired U.S. attorney says, I was working for the Sith Lords. <laughs> 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 David Iglesi- Iglesias, who was one of seven United States attor- attorneys fired by the Department of Justice for political reasons in December 2006, described his experiences to John Stewart on Monday's Daily Show. They wanted us to file politically-oriented prosecutions instead of just doing what our normal job is, which is to enforce federal law. Iglesias stated, explaining that the Justice Department's higher-ups asked us attorneys to... Uh, File voter fraud prosecutions when the evidence wasn't there beyond a reasonable doubt. It wasn't just me. It was a guy in Missouri and it was a guy in Seattle, Washington. What about the other 86 U.S. attorneys, Stewart asked? Are they, are they doing those cases? I want to give my colleagues the benefit of the doubt with a couple exceptions, Iglesias replied cautiously. He mentioned former interim U.S. attorney Bradley Schulzman, who could end up getting indicted because he rushed some voter fraud, voter fraud right before the election. We can't do that. Oh my goodness, In Ben. You you think
9: you're being
4: <laughs> yeah. I saw the headline. I was like, should I even read this article?
6: <laughs> um, this one, not so funny. Definitely not. I mean, it, it just amazes me, Ben, how we talk about veterans and the treatment, the mistreatment more often uh, is appropriate. The mistreatment of our veterans, whether they're serving, whether they're still here at home, or whether they've come back. Um, this is just one more you know one more example of just I, I don't know how much more we could abuse our veterans, but there's a report now where veterans participated in VA drug study with little warning. The Veterans Affairs Department did not adequately warn veterans, some of whom suffered from combat related psychological disorders, who participated in an anti-smoking study that invoked a medication that can induce suicidal tendencies. Uh, researchers told Fox News that so before I go on, then we talked about we've talked about chantix, um, and we've talked about how you know it came out, and we talked about it as yes, it's not exactly safe; it caused suicidal tendencies, yeah. and it's very dangerous. But then we also talked about how the, the FDA came out and the government, the, the federal government came out and says despite the suicide link, they still recommend chantix. Like, yeah. okay, wait, what? In you know, the White House. Yeah, thank you, George. And, and <laughs> I, I think we were completely baffled about that in and of itself. But now, on top of it, the you know the the extra layer is now. A joint report by the Washington Times and ABC News was critical of this study that uh, and, and detailed how one returning soldier, Maryland resident James Elliott, who participated in the study, might have averted a violent arrest had he known the side effects of the anti-smoking drug Chantix. Now, in this article, they actually spell it wrong. It's C-H-A-N-T-I-X. They have it C-H-I-A-N-T-I-X. But either way, we've talked about this, and we're saying, wait a minute, I know smoking is a humongous problem. I know it's the nation's biggest problem these days. You know, wink, wink. But, you know, if if you're going to tell me that I might be able to quit smoking, but might be killing people or become violent at the same time. Yeah. I mean, quitting smoking, I've done it, Ben, so I know. Yeah, you get a little I've edgy. I've done it, too. Yeah, yep. you, you've done it? Okay, thank mm-hmm. you. And you get a little edgy. It's difficult enough to do it. You certainly lose your patience. The first couple months are very difficult. But to have yep. a drug that could literally increase your chances of hurting yourself or others. And so now that this is, yeah, this that is going cool. on, this is going on for veterans. It's almost like they're using them as cannon fodder. That's how, why it makes me so sick, but...
9: I mean, they want to come in here, and they want to kill us.
6: Okay, so yeah, (laughs) White House spokesman Tony Fratto, responding to the reports Tuesday, called it some of the more irresponsible reporting I've ever seen, saying the story was distorted by focusing too heavily on the experience of one veteran and suggesting that it was the experience for everyone in the study. So this is just more, you know... Pentagon, propaganda, government nonsense, yes. you know, news nonsense. Oh, you know, crap so one, like crap. Yeah. So one veteran has a has a bad experience that should have been averted, should have never happened mm-hmm. and all of a sudden well, we're just being crazy nut conspiracy nuts because, you know, we're we're
4: talking about it. Yeah. Yes, it's a big deal. One is way too many for God's sakes. Yep. Um, but you don't even have to talk about one when you're talking about the, the absolute horrible way that our veterans are treated. Every single one is treated like crap. Every single one has depleted uranium poisoning. Every single one uh, has has got no benefits whatsoever. Uh, I have this Article right in front of me. Well, well hold sold? on. Well, okay. One second, Matt. And I think I want to extend on your point and mm-hmm. kind of prove your point
6: right. Because Fratto, this guy, Tony Fratto now, is a White House spokesman. Uh-huh. I've never heard of this guy before. So pardon my my ignorance. But he got rid of the hot or No, hopefully not. What's her name? Dana. Hey, baby. That's her name. Who cares? Anyway, so this guy, Fratto, comes out and he says, you know, in response to this, he goes, We care for vets. Uh, and he says, we're doing everything that can be, uh, you know, in, in regards of being mindful of the patient's safety, in this case, the veterans. So, uh-huh. contradictions, yeah, not lying. obviously not. <laughs> you know, the government came out with the study saying, even though it has a suicide risk, They're still recommending the drug, so you know, and they're giving it to the veterans. So this was expected, and I'm sure that this is either happening more than they're telling us, or it's going to. But Mm -hmm. it's just a point at your point there, Ben. They just lie, and they out of their teeth just lie, and I guess people believe it. I don't understand this, Mm -hmm. but this is unacceptable. This is another chapter in the in the you know the book of totally abusing our veterans. Yep. In every way possible.
4: And another chapter right here. Go ahead. Wounded soldiers become homeless waiting for benefits. Of course, this is from the AP. Thousands of wounded soldiers discharged from the Army. There's financial ruin as they wait six to nine months for their disability benefits. The Army has taken steps to ease the strain, but it's taking a while for those policies to take hold. Nearly twenty thousand disabled soldiers were discharged in the past two fiscal years, and lawmaker veterans advocates, and others say thousands could be facing financial ruin while they wait for their claims to be processed and their benefits to come through another another little uh you know positive thing about a, a large government yeah. a lot of bureaucratic uh, crap to, to go through the anecdotal evidence is depressing says representative john hall democrat from new york who has a subcommittee on veterans disability benefits these veterans are getting medical care but their family is going through this huge readjustment at the same time they're dealing with financial difficulties mm-hmm. um so yeah, they, so, yeah I mean, this
6: is just par for the course we've been hearing about this so often Um, Just to add on to that last story, Ben, I think it's important to point out that a thousand veterans were enrolled in that recent study of the various anti-smoking drugs. Like like I'm saying, I mean, I know Mm -hmm. that there's, I know we need studies and I know we have to improve our anti-smoking meds, but... To make it out of, to take a 1,000 veterans, just give them these drugs that are brand new in many cases. Yeah. And to have these issues. But a 1,000 veterans were enrolled and uh, 143 of whom were prescribed Chantix. So 143, which can cause psychotic episodes in some patients and induce suicidal feelings. Check this. When the FDA issued a warning regarding the possible side effects of the suicidal feelings, it took three months. Three months uh. for the VA to alert patients enrolled in this study and we're talking again about the veterans so you know hey, don't you call
10: that a democracy
6: don't sit here and tell me that oh yeah they're you know they care about this the patient's safety and stuff like that there's so many ways to quit smoking better than to take a prescription pill that can uh... cause suicidal tendencies i mean geez, low i mean there's got to be a drop-off here but yeah you know and, and when it comes to this war band just there's there's no one in sight and in the, in the next chapter i guess is uh, i would normally say in the next chapter of red versus blue or pepsi versus coke whatever you want to you know, call it it's Republican versus Democrat. Yeah. Just you know, same color versus same color. Democrats now are backing down on the Iraq war conditions. You know, they all came to power saying they're going to try to make this huge pull-out But yep. Democrats in Congress who came to power last year on a call to end the combat in Iraq will soon give President George W. Bush the last war funding bill of his presidency without any of the conditions they saw for withdrawing U.S. troops. Congressional aides said on money. That one paragraph to me, Ben, is so powerful. And to me, it just it again reinforces the idea. That there is no left and right. If you are out there and you love your little Democratic Party and you have your cute little sticker with your donkey and your blue donkey, yeah. you know what? take it and, and shove it. Because at this point, we are in such dire need of change. And we are in such dire need of, of just a, a brand new government and, and people getting active again. Uh, maybe I'll read Dan. Dan sent me a great kind of little... I don't know what to call it. Maybe it almost like a prayer offering, but kind of a solution he has. I'll read it after the next break. But it's so bad. Uh, lawmakers now are arranging to send Bush $165 billion in, in new money for the wars no. in Iraq and Afghanistan, enough to last for about a year and well beyond when Bush leaves office in January 20th. So, yeah, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're so full of it. There's no troop withdrawal, and there probably won't be. Even Barack no. Obama, you know, once and always says, well, I still want to withdraw the troops. Oh, That's It's not going to happen, because when he talks to the Israel groups, he talks about you know killing Iran, bombing Iran, all yeah. that stuff. Yep. So it's, it's just nonsense, and I think this is, once again, another good example of perhaps a story that you can shoot over to your friends who still haven't uh, you know, finished drinking the Kool-Aid, if you will. I don't know what else to say, but... It's just, it, it's never-ending. It just has not ended. We, nothing has really changed
4: since we started the show. Yeah, and nothing's going to change. nothing's going to change. And, and the more old. and more you read about Barack Obama, the worse it gets. Uh, you know, you, yeah. you really, we read a couple uh, a series of quotes from him last week where he talked about taking troops out of Iran and then ramping up more troops in, right. uh, in Afghanistan and Pakistan. Right. Um, just, just horrible, horrible stuff. And then talking about uh, we have to hunt terrorists through, for, from throughout the world and we have to, you know, we have to get him, we have to kill him and blah 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 this. But he's you know, he's a warmonger and a lot of his money comes from the military industrial complex. Here, most of his money comes from the pharmaceutical industrial complex, which is even scarier because now they're talking about socialized health care and you these I mean these these m med- med- companies are making enough as it is, uh having them have more power and having them have more government control and, and more diagnosis skills to be able to tell people that they're that they're sick enough and that they need to get on more drugs and dumbing down America as a whole is just terrifying We've got a lot of terrifying stuff coming our way. Really, we really but do. you are listening to the Animal Farm. It is Ben Miller, Tony Pax, and Python on the soundboard. We'll be back momentarily. stay tuned.
2: chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor, do your country a favor, be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enterfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Cocoa Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, Enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enterfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep.
9: Collectors Outdoor Enthusiasts Survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that. A memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-M-E military.com. With free shipping on items over $150. Not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now. Like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at mainmilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out mainmilitary.com.
2: Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore.
3: Ron Paul is here The freedom message Waking up people everywhere I'm Ron Paul and you're listening to We the People Radio Network
4: Welcome back, and gentlemen. You are listening to The Animal Farm. Number to reach us, 512 646 six19. 84 if you'd like to drop us an instant message is aol screen name animal farm show all one word and if you'd like to check out the website go to animalfarmshow.com. uh click on the top right to the forums join the forums register become one with the farms right Mm mm-hmm uh so as all of you know unless you've lived under a rock uh (laughs) mark dice has gotten into a little tissue we covered this last show that uh you know, Mark Dice was, was sending a couple care packages to the troops, giving them uh, documentary movies and articles and declassified documents like Operation Northwoods, just having them aware of what's going on so that they know what they're doing out there in the battlefield and they could, um, you know, take whatever action they want to take. Yeah, we put um, the
6: Fox News clip there, Ben, where the uh, one of the hosts, sound like ED, e. Whatever her name is. Um, it sounded like it was one of those, uh, I guess, afternoon hosts. well, we played the, the Fox News clip and it was this outrage. You know, the obvious Fox News response Oh my God, you know, do you think the troops even want to learn what's going on? You can't handle the truth! Yeah, you know, do you think the troops even want to think for themselves? That's yeah. outrageous. You're endangering their lives. So they, they give you the usual propaganda and, and fake right wing, whatever the hell you want to call it, uh-huh. nut, nut stuff. But then, since then, I think then that next day, Friday, the day after our last show, Ben, was when, you know, this Reagan guy. This character. Yeah, Michael wow. Michael Reagan everything is comes out and he literally I mean this is this makes Glenn Beck look like a good guy. This makes <laughs> yeah this makes uh Joe Scarborough and his boys and girls yeah. look t- You know when, I mean when they were talking about putting us in detention camps, we were outraged. Now Reagan at this point is saying that he wants to pay for the bullets so that they, the troops can shoot Mark Dice on the firing range and that anybody who believes in 9-11 conspiracies
4: should be killed. Yeah, it's incredible. And, and <laughs> this guy's really showed his true, uh, his true colors. We have a and clip there, right? We <laughs> have a clip, but I just want to give people a, a little yeah, <laughs> this of, outrageous. Of, of what Mike Reagan is about. This isn't what he said in regards to Mike Dice, Mark Dice, but this is this is something else. That he said um, in regards to the Middle East. This is one of his solutions <laughs> oh to the
2: Middle East. This outrageous.
3: This is the Mike Talk Show. Our phone number 1 800 468 Mike, 1 800 468 6453. Naming
1: their children Hezbollah. You know what I get them for a first birthday? I put a grenade up their butts and light it. Happy birthday,
6: baby. Bye-bye. Talking about putting grenades up little babies' butts. Hi, Mike. Hey, I
11: just wanted to comment on your, oh, I call it a radical remark, where you say you'd stick a grenade up a baby's butt Yeah. And pull them up because they're named Hezbollah. Mm-hmm. We'll try that, that is pretty ugly. Why? If I was a mother and I was listening to your program, I would certainly turn off your program. I've talked to Israelis oh, really sh- here.
1: in
3: George, George, please. I mean, you don't even understand the concept. You've got people who are naming their children
1: Hezbollah, Nasrallah, they're going to raise them to blow you up, George. They're going to raise these children to get on a plane or come to Vegas where you live and blow you up. That's how these children are going to be raised. I really, you know, if they're going to raise if they're going to raise the children that way to kill me and my family, I really don't care.
11: Okay, just to listen to the rest of the discussion. I've talked to Israelis here in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. this forest, you know, and they, I ask if you think there will ever be peace in the Middle
3: East. Yeah, when they're all dead. Oh, no. Wow. I they, mean, this is. Know. When
4: they're all this dead. This is outrageous. So I, just kill everybody in the Middle you, East. You stupid,
6: ignorant no, son of a bitch,
3: dumb bastard!
4: I, I mean,
6: like I said, Ben, I've never, I mean, I've never heard O'Reilly even go near this. I've heard. We, we heard the Glenn Becks of the world talk about with the 9 11 truthers, I guess, during mm-hmm. the Rosie O'Donnell era, intro era with her. And we talked. They talk about putting us in detention camps. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. You know, free speech is mm-hmm. obviously un American. And that was outrageous enough to really start controversy. And now with this. And I know that uh, Jason Burmis uh, did a great job today. He's been filling in for Alex Jones, uh-huh. and I think if, if you really want to get into some good talk, he actually interviewed Mark Dice today on, on the show. So definitely check out their, their repeat or their podcast. He really goes in depth with it, and I don't want to kill it because it's pretty much already been done, but this is just completely outrageous. And, and second of all, it's illegal. It's illegal to say that if you're a radio host on the air to call for the death of someone. You know, if, if we were to do that, if for any politician, if we were to say that, we would be under investigation. Yeah, you can't say that. I mean, look, you know, we all believe in free speech, granted, but this is a little bit crazy to well, call um, for to
4: call to kill someone. Like well, free speech for, isn't covered for, for, underneath that. You're not allowed to threaten people. Exactly,
6: and you here. know what? Yeah. I gotta, you know, I gotta be, uh, you know, very much in favor of that rule. This is crazy. Yeah. I mean, look, what this is so beyond partisan politics mm-hmm. to call for the death of someone because he's trying to. Do something that you would disagree with, whether yeah. it be send DVDs to troops, or maybe he's got a completely different mindset about what's going on. Um, I can't believe the
4: lack of shame for yep. this guy Reagan. Well, he apologized for it. Well, okay, play the yeah, play the apology because I, I'm hoping that this is the right clip here because it's it's. There's a couple. Of them there's a the couple, page. right? Oh, boy. no, that's, that sounds no, like well, a,
6: you know, it, that sounds like it a, wasn't very scandalous. Thanks, suck! Good job. Good job, fire Well, I mean, you know, I, I, and the sad thing is, apparently, from what I hear, there's nothing's going to really be done about this. Nothing's going to really be done about this. So we'll we'll see. And obviously, we're going to monitor the situation and we'll try to figure out you know what the updates are here. But I, I if this guy doesn't get at least get fired, then I'm appalled. Yeah.
8: You've been formally charged for conspiracy to commit treason, terrorism, and sedition. The penalty for which is death
6: by firing squad.
0: (laughs) Think you want to hear? We lie like hell.
6: Tyranny getting you down, folks. New world order got you on the run. But don't fret, you got the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Actually, uh, broadcasting for the first time here in our new little studio. This is very cozy. A yeah. couple little technical problems, but uh, hey, you know what? I, I, we said two uh, two weeks ago or two shows ago that you know we were, we were expecting a lot worse than this. So yeah. so far, so far so good. Let's cross our fingers it and hope it's good from our end. Well, yeah. Let's just hope <laughs> that everything's working well and that no uh, you know, no grease fires come upon us at this point. But folks, we will have Laura live second hour, uh, God willing. With Charles Ratner, our legal correspondent, who once again is uh, engaged. Not that anybody ever really cares out there, but hey, it's, it's important <laughs> for Charles, so congratulations. We will go to your phones now. Uh, we have Wyatt in Maryland. You're on the farm. now. I think Wyatt dropped. Why are you there? All right, maybe he dropped off. So, all right. Well, we'll cross our fingers. Hopefully we'll get through this show. <laughs> Hello, how are you? So, anyway, um, I don't know, Ben. I don't know what your take is on this whole Reagan thing, but it seems like... Uh, in a way, I'm almost glad I mean again, I don't want to beat this to death. this is my last point with this issue, but uh you know, I'm glad he did this just because it shows to me that these these neocons, if you want to call them that, they can go so overboard and it just it was just a matter of time before one really went overboard and this in this Reagan case um, i was I was even baffled and it takes a lot to baffle me these days. Um, so I think we end up having that why uh, from Maryland are you on the air? We were waiting for you?
4: Oh goodness. All Wyatt. Right, try again. How are you?
6: White? are you on? Oh, no. Yeah, I have to speak for you. what's me? up, White? How are you? Thanks for calling in. How
1: All are you good, good. Uh good. Uh, I just uh Sunday there was a there was a program on I have never tuned into it before. Now I just have regular network television. And it came on a, on the local station thirty two, which is out of D C. And yes. uh, uh the uh the um the host, I can't, I don't know, I didn't even know his name. All I remember is his last name was Holy, just like a W H O L L Y, something holy. Anyway, he had a, a Brzezinski on, uh, Z- oh, Z- 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 Brzezinski, and right. uh, I came in well, well into the program, so I didn't see the beginning of it, but I, I I can't but what I heard was very revealing. Uh, the host was talking about, well. Uh, they, well what, what, what do you think would happen with uh, Iraq if uh, John McCain gets uh, elected president and, he, and, and for this he says well he says John McCain has made it clear that he would intend to uh, uh, continue to continue the same hostilities and uh, the same program uh, as uh, President Bush.
6: All right, oh, uh, Wyatt, uh, Wyatt. Hey. Wyatt, I want to hear all about it. We actually got a break coming up, Wyatt. Hang on. I'm going to hold you sure, over and ahead. up on the okay. other end. Okay, hang on, folks. AnimalFarmShow.com. We shall return.
9: Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts survivalists the army navy store from your memory as a child is just that a memory but there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap mainmilitary.com get hard to find objects like real world blankets for under 20 bucks canteens for just 2 dollars or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box mainmilitary.com with free shipping on items over 150 dollars not including heavy items find surplus items for cheap now like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just 2.99 a piece or a dozen for 30 dollars flare pistols are only 25 Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Gives in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at mainmilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out mainmilitary.com
2: chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor, do your country a favor, be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enterfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like inner food, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all organic Coco Mojo. Enterfood is spelled E-N-E-R, enterfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRM and save 10%. Try Enterfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep.
0: It's progressing, and it's only a short time until it's completely taken over every aspect of your life. We are entering Martial Law. There are 10 telling signs of martial law. America has them all. Use the short time left to protect you and your family with the vital information in this book. Find this infobomb online in book form at survivemartiallaw.com. This book will tell you everything you need to know and how to prepare. Know exactly what you'll need to have hidden to live and how to survive under severe martial law. The worst part of martial law is in the beginning stages. Survivemartiallaw.com will show you how to act around controlling troops, where to store life-saving supplies, and what to look for. Surviving can be difficult, but possible. Arm yourself with the knowledge, as this is the only weapon you will have to protect your family. Go to dot com or call 608-819-8011. Act today, as there will be no warning.
10: Online and on demand. This is We The People Radio Network.
6: I guess everybody's out this week. I mean, we talked about the uh, the Reagan issue, and uh, I guess Ann Coulter's got to get her, you know, two cents in, whatever you want to call it. Ugh. And I guess maybe it's a full moon or
4: something. I don't know what it is, man. Ann Coulter's got to throw her testicles on the ring. Huh? <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna take
6: that. I was gonna take that route. But I'm glad you mentioned that. And I love how Jack Blood calls her Man Coulter. I get, a, I get a kick out of his nicknames more than anything else. These days. do <laughs> <laughs> don't, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I. You know, I certainly am very much anti Bush. I think he's literally the worst president ever. But you know, and we could probably debate that with certain things, but I don't know how anybody can say that he will go down in history as one of the best ever in American history. Only man no culture could get away with it and she actually does out of human Event, human events online. If you want to get sick, I strongly encourage you to read Human Events Online Some of the writers, and obviously in this case Ann Coulter, just uh, completely different than than the stuff that we're used to reading here. But I'll read just one or two paragraphs. In a conversation recently, I mentioned as an aside what a great president George Bush has been, (laughs) and my friend was surprised. (laughs) I was surprised that he was surprised. I generally don't write columns about the manifestly obvious, but yes. The man responsible for keeping Americans safe from another terrorist attack on American soil for nearly seven years now will go down in history as one of America's greatest presidents. Just the the fact that she could attribute the the idea, the fact that we haven't been attacked, just the idea that she can give George Bush that credit. Knowing that the borders, you know, had the borders been open, this whole thing, is just, it's it's baffling. And, And... it doesn't baffle me, Ben, that she writes it. I expect this out of Ann Coulter. What baffles me is that she's got like a best-selling book out, and that people is in that it, which rich? scares me, which <laughs> scares me to the point where I actually lose sleep at night, Ben. And I'm not kidding. I'm not trying to be melodramatic here, <laughs> but no, no kidding. I mean, there have some been pretty sleepless nights. The fact that people buy her books and believe what she says—you yeah.
4: buy the books, and ah! I wouldn't even be opposed to reading it, book because well, it shows you more want, information. But you don't have to be smart to get into politics. That's for sure.
6: I'd say, Ben, I think she. She's real smart. I think she's real smart. I think she's very uh, wise with how she goes by doing things. She's obviously got a lot of people fooled, but why? She's Wyatt, gone
1: from suck to
9: blow. She certainly has.
6: <laughs> we do have Wyatt uh, from Maryland. Sorry, Wyatt, I wanted to make that point, and I wanted to uh, allow you to kind of make your point and just bear with us here, folks. Once again, we are you know playing from our satellite studio tonight, so hopefully everything's working well. Hopefully you can hear us. Wyatt, can you hear us now?
1: I, I can certainly hear you, yes, sir.
4: Why? Okay, so why? You, you were listening to a show. You heard uh, Zbigniew Brzezinski, who is a national security advisor under uh, yes. President Jimmy Carter, right. was on. And uh, he's actually one of the very well-known uh, CFR members, globalists, uh, one of the elite. And he basically uh, said what? Somebody asked him a question about John McCain and his policy well, towards Iraq. He basically he, answered. You know,
1: the, uh, they were talking about the, the, the who would be elected. If who would be elected, how would it affect Iraq? Now, the, the question is, only, I only saw about seven minutes to the program. But I could tell that the, that the questions were designed already to be answered in a manner that uh, they were already, uh, the pre LA questions already ready to be answered. Uh, mm-hmm. But Brzezinski is very, very clever and very uh, 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 well-versed in what he talks about. But I'll no uh, just to summarize for you. Okay, then, then he uh, he says, well, he, and then he goes, well, if Barack Obama... Is elected president. He says, "I believe that he's a man of, of his word, and he will try uh, uh, his best to, to bring the troops, uh, re- remove troops from Iraq, bring them home." But then he says, "But I don't think that this would work until we coordinate all the all the Arab countries together, and that uh, we're all in agreement." So in other words, no. Uh, That's what he's saying. Then the guy says, "Well, well, what about the the, the host?" says well, what about the uh, uh, Iraq's nuclear weapon program? And the Brzezinski says, "Well, I don't think Iraq it'll be it'll be several years before they develop even one bomb." And he says, well, "I'm sorry, why?
4: You, you mean Iran or Iraq?"
1: I mean Iran, Iran. I'm sorry, yeah, okay, Iran. I, I don't even think Iran will be ready to develop a, a nuclear weapon. Of, uh, he says for several years. He said, and I don't think that they're going to turn it over to terrorist groups. Then. He says, however, if there is a terrorist attack before the election, it will it will be probably blamed on Iran. I went, whoa, whoa, I can't believe I just heard what I expect to happen.
12: Yeah, believe and, it. At, out it, of, it,
1: out of, it. Out of Brzezinski's mouth. It was amazing.
4: Well, and, you know, uh, you have Gary Hart that literally wrote a letter to Iran saying, hey, where are the United States. If we carry out false false flag terror on our own countries, <laughs> don't screw with us or we'll carry out a false flag terror and then bomb your country as a president oh, yeah. for that. They're nuts. They'll just say it wide open. They'll just go right out there and say it. Write an open letter. To uh, President Ahmadinejad in Iran, and then just go out and say we're we're, we're crazy. We'll carry out we'll kill our own people, yeah. and then we'll blame it on you, and then we'll invade your country. They've like, been looking
6: for sponsored terrorism. They've been looking for an excuse right. for, well, the, for the whole the,
1: the time. The thing was, he says before the election, as so though this is what's planned, and I can't. I mean, it was almost like he's telling us what's going to happen.
6: Well, the other uh, thing too wide is a lot. A, yes. lot of, a lot of people have speculated that if there is some kind of major attack, whether it be here or someone else, something happens, then some people have speculated that they might suspend the elections. I don't actually think that's going to happen. Yeah. I yes. fear. I no. fear. I hope to God that it doesn't happen, but it's it's definitely something to be uh you, you, you got to be concerned with it why there is no question and and why Absolutely.
4: you know if you look at Zbigniew, if you look at the big new the grand chessboard book that he wrote in 1999 this guy predicts the future all the time he doesn't predict it he
2: actually shapes it <laughs>
4: <laughs> but he he talks about in that book there's literally a map with a circled area of who's going to get invaded next, and then we ended up invading them in yeah. <laughs> 2001. It, it was incredible. Yeah. you know, it was. Uzbekistan was was a uh, was circled. Afghanistan was circled. It was just. It, it's incredible. You pick up a copy Whoa. of the book, and it's it's it is absolutely nuts. So this guy isn't. He isn't the type of person to uh, predict the future. He he knows what's happening. They're making the future. Yeah, they're
1: yeah. Making he's, it. he's got
4: his hands in the playbook.
1: All right, guys. Talk to you later. Thank, Thank you very,
4: very much. much. I appreciate it. And Love we it. do you know about Zbigniew Brzezinski that he is behind Barack Obama right. right now. He's uh, he's I guess he's endorsed him. I don't know if he's endorsed him officially or not. Sure or, it's uh, Official, but I, you definitely, you know, the, the more you read, you, you
6: you hear that he's definitely behind him. He's been, a, I guess, a, somewhat of a consultant. But uh-huh. just to kind of keep on this this whole, you know, <laughs> they, they they stoop as low as possible when it comes to Iran. Ben, they, they literally would would blame them for a tidal wave if it happened tomorrow. They would, anything, any slip on a banana peel and, <laughs> and blame Iran. <laughs> it's like, my like Joe Pesci. You know, right? Hey, be careful. Don't slip on anything. So sure enough, in an interview with former U.N. Ambassador John Bolton uh, uh, today, actually, Fox News anchor Greg Jarrett asserted that Iran's sh- uh, Shahab missile, they actually they said they could actually hit... United States, some military installations in the United States with an Iranian
0: missile. you got to hear it. You can't make this. Well, if it's true, as you suggest, maybe Iran, could it fit on top of their Shahab missile, which could easily hit uh, Israel and could actually hit... Can I guess what Shahab stands for? (laughs) I think some military installations in the United States. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, U.S. forces stationed in the region and some of our European friends as well. The same would apply to... North Korea. From Libya, we got weapons
6: designs that AQ Khan had sold them, but but an earlier version, a much more cumbersome version. Uh, that's why the notion that this design could fit on top of Iranian or North
11: Korean missiles oh is particularly gosh. troubling.
4: Yeah, I also got. Now, this. could it fit inside of a baby's
6: butt? It might be able to fit inside of babies, but actually there was a story that followed this. It was about the tooth fairy. Apparently she's going to be in town. So, folks, if you're missing any teeth, (laughs) what you do, Ben, and I just learned about this, you put the teeth, or tooth in in many cases, under your pillow, and you actually get money for it. John John Bolton confirmed this, too. Get out of here. Yeah, well, listen, Iran can bomb the United States with their Shahab-Shahab missile. Shabba missile, and of course now uh, the Tooth Fairy in town can can get. I think it's like it's only like I think
4: it's only like thirty five cents, twenty five cents. I think the economy is so bad these it's days. It's incredible then. they go on television and they yeah. <laughs> start saying that Iran is saber, saber rattling. Like it's incredible. I I don't even know if you. I mean yes. All, all we, we do is we just we play clips about them talking <laughs> junk can to think, Iran. They can think, and then and then they go on television and say that Iran is sable rattling. They rattling, and then it's like they they say if any terrorist attack happens, just they're going to blame it on Iran. Yeah. If Iran fight, fights back, they're terrorists, and and that's the end of it. Yeah. Next, thing, I swear it's <laughs> like what <laughs> will they come up with next? You know. And I'm and I'm looking at this at this from an American standpoint. Imagine Iranians. They're probably like, what the <laughs> they, hell are they, these people? They they're telling us there. we're saber, saber- yeah. rattling. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, 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 like, if you went to the playground, okay, and started pushing the little short kid in the class. And then and then started telling all your friends that he was throwing rocks at you. It's just it's crazy it nonsense. really is. I
6: mean, the next thing I swear to God, the next thing you're gonna hear is like Santa Claus has got nukes and we gotta
4: bomb the North Pole. I mean, it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, getting to the point it's now. It's like that South Park episode where they where where Saddam goes up into heaven <laughs> and they say that they have to bomb heaven because Saddam is in heaven and then oh, he's making messages and and then they point out charts and they say, look at that cloud right there, that could be disguised as a nuclear weapon. We have to bomb heaven. It's <laughs> <so> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> just, this Literally. just
6: didn't major listener drop there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I, I just don't there know. Are no what,
0: stupid questions, just stupid people. I just don't know. <laughs> I just don't know
6: what to make. I mean, Ben, I, I, getting to the point where. The nonsense is so thick, the yeah. fog, you know, of no, this nonsense. So it's almost interesting to find out what they're going to come up with next. But, uh, folks, mother break coming up. When we get back, U.S. school districts are now to begin microchipping your the students, your children. So nice. This is just more uh, ways to make children with the cannon fodder. Stay tuned, folks. AnimalFarmShow.com. He doesn't
9: stand for the lonely.
10: Hi, neighbor. We all know that knowledge is power. We've tried to give you knowledge to help you prepare for rough times. There's the worldwide famine and our country's dependence on often dangerous food imports. You know about genetically poisoned food. Two-thirds of the food is disappearing with the bees along with huge crop failures from all-time record water shortages. You know they're turning food into fuel with corn ethanol plants. If we do not control our food, food will be used to control us food control has been the plan historically in every enslaved population and is the plan for America. The only value of the knowledge you have to take control of your food is if you choose to get a supply while you still have the freedom to choose. Call 800-409-5633 on the web eFoodsDirect.com Call 800-409-5633
12: Enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444.
9: Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts. Survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. Maimilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-M-E military.com. With free shipping on items over $150. Not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now. Like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at mainmilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out mainmilitary.com.
10: It's time to think outside the box with your host, Alex Anzuri, from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Central every Saturday, right here on We The People Radio Network. It's
6: him to uh produce children that act like cannon fodder and sheep pieth if you would and horses thank you pieth <laughs> US schools this is not exactly new news ben but this is the next step of something that we did cover quite a few months ago where now US school districts are beginning to microchip students' backpacks. I mean, the, the title itself no! is mi- it's misleading. It says U.S. school district to begin microchipping students. Yes. Not true. It's mm-hmm. the backpacks. But yeah, you got to you got to implement them slowly. You can't just go right into the arm. But David Gutierrez once again RINF.com. Great writer. I'm a big fan. Uh, Rhode Island school district has announced a pilot program to monitor student movements by means of radio frequency identification, or better known as RFID chips, implanted in their school bags. The Middletown School District, in partnership with MAP, MAP, Information Technology Corp., has launched a pilot program to implement the RFID chips into the school bags of 80 children at the Aquanex School. Wow. Yeah, I
3: e- want a lot to complain.
6: Me too. Each chip would be programmed with uh, a student identification number and would be read by an external device installed in one of two school buses. The bus would also be fitted with the global positioning system or GPS devices mm-hmm. so that parents or school officials can now log onto a school website to see whether and when specific children had entered or exited the which bus and to look up the bus's current location as provided by the GPS device so I guess, you know, I guess these buses are just disappearing into the black hole, the abyss, the, know. the Bermuda Triangle or something, because this is obviously such a huge problem right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess parents, I mean, when I was young, parents used to just wait at the bus stop, and then the kids would get off or get on, and that was like the day, you know, like, okay, you uh, know, it's a different world now, Tony. I know. I mean, terrorism. I know, exactly. They could be anywhere. They could be, <laughs> you know, in your backyard. Behind, so
4: Behind your bus? It's behind it. your door? <laughs>
6: <laughs> Better not be behind a bush, jeez. Uh, there's absolutely no need to be tagging children," said Stephen Brown, executive director of the ACLU's Rhode Island chapter. According to Brown, the school district should already know where its students are, and I would agree. I mean, again, why is this so hard? Why yes. can't Why can't like when I was young, when I was a young boy in school and a troublemaker, and admittedly, mm-hmm. why can't they just get a bunch of kids, put them on a school bus, and just send them home? Like it's been going on since the very beginning of time. You know, either they used to, Kids used to walk to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your parents used to always bug you. Wow, we used to have to walk through the snow to school barefoot, that whole thing. And now we're tracking our kids via their backpacks.
4: Well, it's incredible. You know, if if you look at uh, there's somebody out there named Christine Austin Fitz, I think is her name. I have a name. I forget her name. Um, Christine Austin Fitz, I believe, is her name. And she was sort of an economist. She understands the way economists, e- economy works. And she came up with something called the Popsicle Index. Um which is which is basically how far uh, or, or what percentage of parents are willing to send their children up the street to buy a popsicle if they'd like at their at their favorite deli. And oh, of um, course it, it used to be like in the fifties or something, it used to be ninety eight percent, now it's I think twenty in the twenties or so. Um so it really just shows how far we've gone and then and, and uh, it's it's a prerequisite for a police state because you know, you're really just living in fear. You don't want to let your children out of the house, you won't you don't wanna let them walk up the street to their favorite store. Um, therefore, you start doing drastic things like microchipping them and and uh, watching their every move and uh, you know just just living in fear and always being watched and I, I just well, you know for me it irks me and it's not natural in my opinion I agree Ben and I think, it's like
6: we're all retarded now I actually think a lot of it comes down to trust and I think any relationship no matter what it is. I think you know many of the basis of many you know, the basis of any relationship is this is the idea of trust and and I was reading on here and what even scared me more than the idea that okay yes you know the tracking device is in the backpack if your kid gets stolen and some idiot doesn't think hey lose the backpack mm-hmm. then yes you can track your child out. but what, what what disturbs me even more while I was reading on here is. The school district itself uh, came out and said that its current plan is no different than other programs already in place for parents, check this, to monitor their children's school experience. For example, in this school, this is the school that just implemented this bus program, but it's already had a program where parents can already check uh, uh, on their children's attendance records, which is, okay, fine, that's probably, that's always been going on pretty much, and what they had for lunch. Oh, wow! Parents can now, if they have no life, if parents are so depleted when it comes to <laughs> personal relationships and life and experiences and trying to enjoy the the beauty of life, mm-hmm. they can check to see what little Billy had for lunch. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, whoa! Wasn't that great, kid? I I I, I have no words,
4: Ben. I, I'm at the point where <laughs> well, I just I, I want to start banging my head against the wall again, and I got to stop doing that. One of the things about uh, raising a child. And I have one, so I can talk yeah, about can you, it. can you fill me in here? What am I missing? One of the one of the precious things is that you're you're sending that child off in every single endeavor that they have in their life. Every little new endeavor, when they have a new friend and they're going over to that friend's house to play, and and uh, or or when they're riding bikes with their friends around, you're you're instilling a little bit of trust inside your child every single time that happens. A little more and a little more and a little more, and that's part of the development process. That's part of the learning process and the natural. Uh, extension of every human being, and then that child. Uh, but now it's, we're, we're making things incredibly unnatural, and nobody's trusting their chi- child. I can't imagine what's going to happen when these microchips um, become so readily available that parents start doing messed up stuff like buying wristwatches for their kids, and their child goes, Cheryl, you got me a wristwatch. This is great. Yeah. And they don't even tell them that they bugged it or microchipped it, and then they go online oh, and start my goodness, buying. You know, when they're teenagers, and oh my goodness, she's on the She's on the hill overlooking the sunset with her boyfriend. I have to go I have to go get her and she's lying hey, to me. <laughs> you know, it's just stuff like that that's gonna be happening and it's just it's it's horrible. It always breaks up the family and it's and it's nonsense. It's yeah. Just it's not good at it's not natural in my opinion.
6: It, it's it's absolutely crazy, Ben. I think you make a good point and For me, this this is just one more way so that parents can bypass their responsibilities and say, oh, you know, now it's so much easier, I can just look at the Internet and watch my kid come home from school. And the other thing, too, I'm not necessarily proposing this, but if I was to be an extremist in this situation, say, well, you know, I really care about the kid's safety. Don't you think that these predators, if they're smart enough, couldn't they hack into the school's websites and... Find where the children
4: are at any given time. Yes. All this stuff. This is just so that, nonsense. That, Teach that, your kid what I was taught. Don't talk to strangers. But that's a great point because that goes away that goes against the grain in terms of safety. They always say, Oh, it's about safety and we have to uh, exactly. Ben. Keep our children safe. But Use it against, against them. them. Use it against exactly. exactly. I'm sorry.
6: I I, I just I, I I desperately want to make love to a schoolboy. You know... <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> right, that's unfortunate for you. <laughs> 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 oh, folks, so is a good time. Um yeah, I, you know yeah, it's like it's just it's crazy. Five one two is the number here, and, and I, I want to get people's opinions on this because this again, I'm not a parent, and I want to put that out there. So maybe I just don't understand what the responsibility that goes with, and I will admit that. Um, but Mark in Texas, you're on the farm. What's on your mind? Give us your information here.
11: Oh sure. Uh, first of all, I think if if we allow for chipping, and under the pretext, of course, of safety and convenience, and for the children, and then for the offenders of various stripes. You know, it would be so easy to put people in camps. <laughs> what's agree, you, what's even tagged? Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't it be easy to put them in the cow pans? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. I mean,
6: they're not going far enough, in my opinion, Mark. I think we should just chip everything, and I just think we should let the government do its thing and trust government, because government obviously has always took care of its people. Yeah, I mean, why well, no not? Place.
11: Absolutely. I mean, it, yeah. the big thing about the chips that scares me, I'll tell you this, is that. Eventually, won't they be able to give you a burst of pleasure slash agony for good thoughts slash bad thoughts towards the government?
4: <laughs> Absolutely. You know what Here, Mark, that's, like, you know that's going to start with, Mark? That's going to start with prisoners in prison. Everybody's going to say, "Oh, they're prisoners and they're in jail and they they're there for a reason. They right. deserve it." Yeah. So when the prisoner gets out of hand, and they start getting crazy and maybe taking over the jail. They'll be able to insert a nice dose of drugs in them and calm them down. What a great idea! Lucky. It's, it's, it's
6: unbelievable. And, and the other thing, too, that I was, I was interested in, I've been looking at RFID a little bit here and there, and apparently a lot of people are, uh, some people, not a lot, I should say, some people that have taken the actual chip that have actually had the impl- you know, implantable microchip, mm-hmm. have had some pretty rough side effects. Uh, yeah. Not to get totally off topic here, Mark, I want to let you finish up your point, but apparently, because, you know, it's foreign to the body. It's not part of the body. It rejects it, and apparently, unnatural. in some cases I have read, and I should dig them up, and I should quote them, uh, so my bad there, but I, I have read that tumors have um you know formed because of the microchip in the area where the microchip is implanted because yeah. again
4: I it, hope it, you're kidding. Yeah,
6: it's a foreign object in your body and the body well, probably doesn't want it
4: there. That's something that Catherine Olbert covered. Yes. Um, that was some that was a report that she put out um, that uh, major medical studies have come out and had said that uh, maybe two to three percent or so of great people yeah. that get that get chipped. Um, Actually end up getting cancer from it exactly and some of the cancer right. is, is you know the size of the rats themselves that they 're testing mm-hmm. on, so it 's really, really bad i mean if you if you charge yeah, a lot of people go oh it 's only one two percent two, two to five right. percent who cares not a big deal, but if you charge if you 're chipping forty million people uh, then you 're talking high, high numbers of, yes, of cancer rates, of, so of, something like that will never ever get passed but you know, that's, that's just one thing that we have to think about in regards to the chip. Forget the privacy reasons. Forget the fact that it leaves your ch- child more vulnerable. Yeah, um, I, I'm going to argue kidnapped. that point. Yeah, it, it's, it's also unhealthy, just flat-out unhealthy. So, uh, Mark, any more thoughts?
11: Yeah, uh, just uh, a historical one. Um, did you know that London was first settled as a village in 1082 B.C.? And uh, the Romans tried to stamp out Christianity on the British soil for the first three centuries A.D., but they were unsuccessful. And finally the Brits put the sword to the throat of the Caesar made him confess Christ, and that was actually the birth of the Roman Catholic Church.
6: Wow. Well, well, Mark, if I said that I knew that, nobody would believe me anyway, so no, I'm going <laughs> to opt for the <laughs> no, That's interesting information, though, Mark. Thank you for sharing. You bet. Thank you. Mark, thanks for the call, folks. So much more on the Animal Farm to come. Laura live, but uh, before that, I want to talk about one more way that we're losing our civil liberties. Just, It's just freedom. I love America here. New controversial legislation can now be put into place, which means anyone suspected of being involved in terrorism can be held without charge for 42 days. Folks, stay tuned. Much more to come on the other side.
12: God, I love freedom.
1: forever.
0: Did you read this? Chicago just became the murder capital of America.
8: I don't understand. It's been a felony to have a gun since 95. I thought that was supposed to prevent murders,
0: not increase them. Criminals will always find a way to get guns, while the rest of us are just left defenseless.
10: Chicago authorities have seized over 75,000 firearms since 1995. And now, Chicago's murder rate is twice as high as New York City. Tonight, while you're asleep, criminals will be at work.
5: Not in Kennesaw, Georgia. In 1982, our city passed a law requiring every household to have a gun. It terrified the criminals, and our violent crime rate is now 75% below the national average. We sleep well here in Kennesaw.
10: Americans who own guns prevent over a million violent crimes every year and save lives. Get the facts. Visit armedandsecure.org. That's armedandsecure.org.
6: George W. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, (laughs) taxman cometh. Taxman already came, so already got a nice little bit of your uh, your butt there. Hopefully, many of you got. Hopefully, uh, a lot of money back. Obviously, (laughs) welcome to the White House. So you know, we talk about all this uh, losing of liberties, and uh, we still haven't covered the D.C. thing now, where they're sealing off certain neighborhoods and they're installing checkpoints. I mean, we are literally talking uh, Stasi-style tactics, Nazi German-style martial law. Yeah, no, literal martial law. So. (laughs) <laughs> that was George Bush two weeks ago. Are we losing our civil liberties? Uh, yes, of course, we are. new controversial legislation can now be put in place, which means anyone suspected of being involved in terrorism, which is a big word these days, mm-hmm. can be held without charge for 42 days. And this is in... America, unless I'm really reading it incorrectly, which may. with the government's apparent determination to press ahead with the national ID card, as well as a huge expansion of biometric data, which, of course, we covered last show, uh, which means anyone's fingerprint can be left on a database, even if they're innocent. Uh, it is one of the most controversial issues, issues in national politics today. There are fears that foreign nationals will soon need to carry a card, followed probably by students before others could be encouraged to follow. There are also concerns databases will not work properly or remain secure, which is what we just talked about before. Mm-hmm. Uh, after several recent governments breached, uh, they had their, their actual Internet. So, <laughs> Go ahead. Make fun of me. They had their, <laughs> they had their databases Internet. breached. Yeah, <laughs> so I did a George there, so I'm just losing my mind. Internet. Well, that's the other thing, too. That I, I, We actually probably have never even covered that idea that, Even if they implement these databases, these humongous, like, V for Vendetta ish databases Uh of people and their information, their biometric data, and their histories. You know, even if they tried to implement them and they did, you have to understand hackers own the web. Yeah. At the end of the day, the hackers are really the ones that dictate web. Absolutely. And, and that's probably a good thing uh, because if they ever tried to make internet too or ever tried to push a new kind of internet or, do, you know, did all these things, uh-huh. it's pretty much always a way that you're going to be able to get what you internet. to right. get. Yep. So uh, I pro- I'm on that side of the fence, at least to start. But yeah, if the government tried to do this, I mean, who's to say that I couldn't, you know, I, not me, but someone else, a hacker, couldn't hack in and change my identity? maybe change their mm-hmm. own identity change all kinds of information yeah so it, it, it's really a, a really bad double-edged sword for lack of a better word bad yeah it's a pretty dangerous double-edged sword where we have the government here basically out of control wanting all this power wanting all this control and information on you and mm-hmm. just to be able to come up with surveillance society martial, all like we talk about this. yeah then You have the uh, possible backfiring where it could just get out. It could get totally out of hand, and they might not
4: even have control over their own control. Well, I think you know, as as activists, that's one of the things that we need to focus on. um, Is is, you know, because there's a lot of people that try to make moral arguments for these type of things. Oh, it'll protect against identity theft. It'll protect against this. It'll protect against that. Your child won't get kidnapped because then we'll be able to find the person. Um, Not only do you have to say, not only do you have to explain the fact that you tracking people is just wrong, flat out wrong. Right. But you also have to explain the disadvantages. It's illegal that. first of all. <laughs> it, yeah, it's illegal first <laughs> of all. Wrong. And it's morally wrong and it's also historically wrong and in all that stuff. But you also have to explain that it's not even logical. It's not even logical no. in terms of in terms of doing what it's supposed to be done and it's not necessary
6: it, 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 there's yeah. no, mm-hmm. there's no need for it and, and of course like so many tyrannical governments in the past I don't have to tell you this but yes they've always used the idea of safety the the, yeah. the promise of safety in order to you know give you all the security and they take away your freedoms and all stuff mm-hmm. and it's just it's just mind-boggling I mean I guess people have forgotten what they learned in history and believe me Ben I was not much of a student in those days but I, I somehow absorbed the idea that yeah you know what people out there and governments out there have Done some pretty nasty things, you
4: know, at least from an American standpoint. And we kind of, you know, we we always have a problem with uh, tyrannical governments, and we talk about them all the time. Bush himself is, you know, a tyrant in himself. But of course, this is something that he just said recently, and this is this is mind blowing to me. Uh, <laughs> he's doing uh, during an interview with President Bush on Britain's Sky News yesterday. Uh, Sky political editor Adam Bolton noted that while Bush talks a lot about freedom, there are many who say that some of the Bush administration's torture and detention policies represent the complete opposite of freedom. I would agree. Uh, yeah. But Bush quickly snapped back, saying. Those criticizing his policies are slandering, slandering America. Baldwin asks what? <laughs> There are those who would say, look, let's take Guantanamo Bay and Abu Ghraib and rendition and all those things. And to them, that is the complete opposite of freedom. And Bush says, of course, if you want to slander America. Yeah.
6: Now, you know, I shut guess-
4: up. You, you know, up, To me,
6: up. after all this time, Ben, after all the research that I've done alone, which
4: you know, in the last couple of months has been
6: plentiful, I've tried to read as much as possible. But I really believe that these politicians believe what they're saying. I think maybe Bush thinks that America should be like a police state; it should be a
4: martial law type place. I think that's but what they feel America that, is. It's incredible that they're that dumb because <laughs> that's they're. That, what I can't but they're that. not able to look at historical references and understanding how how. Easily, a government gets out of control and can end up wiping out eighty mil, like what happened in China, or end up what, wiping out thirty million people, what happened in Russia. You know, yeah, it's just I mean, but, incredible that nobody understands uh, the ramifications of large government power trips, uh, massive amounts of power in the hands of, of regular ordinary police. It's just, it is absolutely incredible. They have the nerve. That boys, about as sharp as a bowling ball. <laughs> they have the nerve to take my
6: freedoms away. They have the nerve to take away my rights and and. Give me this false hope of security. Yet when a, tr- when a tragedy does happen, like a Katrina, they fail in almost every single category. And on top of it, they commit acts of treason. Guess what? Yeah, I never asked the United States government to protect me. Yeah.
5: You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. <laughs>
3: Hey, you're listening to Ben, Tony, and Pyatt on Animal Farm Radio Show. Hey, touch that dial, I'll break your f***ing head.
6: Behind us, right? Oh. Mary, we got in power. we got some people protecting us. <laughs> oh, boy. Losing the mind well, here. Well, folks. I <laughs> ah. <laughs> and I <laughs> so, folks, and now it's time to bring it down. It's time to have a little fun, and we're going to bring on Charles Radner. Charles, can you hear us? I can. Charles, you're the legal correspondent for the Animal Farm, a beloved guest and friend. And uh uh-huh. like always, it's time to play America's favorite game show. Pyth, can you give me the intro music?
9: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to play Ah yes,
6: folks, the game show that keeps you sane. You It works like this. Charles Redner, a legal correspondent, an actual lawyer. He's not paid off, he's actually real. Um, he's gonna give us four laws that actually, uh, you know, they exist, I, I would say. One of these laws, however, is fabricated or completely made up by Charles. So three are correct, one is false. Mm-hmm. You at home have to guess which one
3: is false. You don't
6: get any prize. Because you don't have any prize to give away. Uh, but I will say. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yes, okay, so once again, and, uh, Ben, you're five for 13. Okay, I'm, I'm three 13. for 13, and Pia is two for 13. So, obviously, folks, so once again, we're not very good at this game. We, we have to really get better.
4: and It's a hard game. It's, not, a, it's yeah. not the easiest thing in the world. Well, you know what? It's easy
6: for you to say. You're in the lead. We're only doing 20 episodes, and that's going to be season one, and then we get to brag and whatever the hell We get to
4: upgrade from. for season two. We get to add some features and maybe even have the, uh, the audience out there play. Yeah, that's right. So so maybe uh, we could offer some fabulous prizes. You know,
6: one day, yes. Ben, when we have that kind of pull and yes, we're going to have everybody. Maybe we'll get George W. on to have nice. a little fun. With this. So last week we learned... We did have Jack Blood on. Well, yes, Jack Blood's better than this. George W. Yes, we did. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we learned last week that under Hawaii state law, and, and what's going on now, Charles, what Charles is doing is he's going to give us a Lorelei every week and he's going to make it state-specific. So last week was Hawaii, and the, the false law last week was under Hawaii state law, Lele Pale, which is cliff jumping, is the official state sport. Of course, we didn't know, but we should have known that surfing was the official state sport. So, Charles, yeah. I'm going to give you the floor. Um, it's time to read our four laws, and then we're going to decide, and then we're going to laugh. <laughs> so, Piat, go ahead. It's all you, Charles. Go ahead.
7: Okay, well, this week, uh, this week's state is Wisconsin. Law number one. In uh, Berlin, Wisconsin, it is illegal to throw a snowball at another person within city limits. (laughs) (laughs) Law number two. It's a felony for any state legislature to promise to vote for or against a proposed law in exchange for a promise by a governor or another legislature to support or oppose another proposed law. God law number three that's like horse trading okay law number three I'll, I'll, yep. uh, under wisconsin under the wisconsin constitution all money received by the state from on-track betting shall be used for property tax relief for state residents and law number four under wisconsin state law it is illegal to attempt to modify the weather with or without a permit
6: Oh huh? All wow. right so folks what uh what always happens is I always read them back because they're so intense that you really have to kind of scratch your head and really think hard here so get your thinking caps on I'm going to read the laws again Charles um here we go law number 1 in Berlin Wisconsin it is illegal to throw a snowball at another person within city limits law <laughs> whatever law number 2 <laughs> law number 2 it is a felony For any state legislator to promise to vote for or against a proposed law in exchange for a promise by the governor or another legislator to support or oppose another proposed law. Wow. I need a dictionary. Uh, Number three, (laughs) law number three. Under Wisconsin Constitution... All money received by the state from on-track betting or OTB shall be used for property tax relief for state residents. And finally, folks, law number four. Under Wisconsin state law, it is illegal to attempt to modify the weather, with or without a permit. All right. Well, you know what? Folks? Got my answer. It's time to go. It's time to go. Uh, everybody ready? Okay, so uh, hold them up. I am choosing law number one. Uh, Ben has law number three, and Pyth has law number one with me. Charles, we got the drum roll. We got you giving us the answer, and then I have uh, sharp objects to throw across the room. Go ahead. (laughs) Uh,
7: No, law number four is wrong. You can actually apply to get a, a permit to modify the letter.
4: Wow, so you can modify the weather in Wisconsin Wow You can get a permit Wait a minute,
6: wait a minute, stop, stop, stop I want to go, last week we kind of surfed, if you will Pardon the pun, because it was Hawaii But we surfed over a couple things here Wait a minute, (laughs) hold the phone In Berlin, Wisconsin, it is illegal to throw a snowball at another person Within city limits What the hell does that mean? (laughs) That's Berlin
7: City Ordinance Number 46-33 throwing of missiles and other objects, including specifically snowballs.
6: Oh, Christ. God help us. <laughs> okay, and then under Wisconsin Constitution, all money received by the state from on-track betting shall be used for property tax relief for the state residents. Charles, I've heard of something similar to that. I'm not sure if it was New York or, you know, New York City. I'm not sure. But that's the reason why I didn't pick three-bend, just because I thought it was kind of a common thing. But that's yeah. true. And under Wisconsin law, the false law, once again, folks, the false law is this. This is false. Under Wisconsin law, it is illegal to attempt to modify the weather with or without a permit. That is false. It is uh, legal as long as you have a permit. So tell us a little bit more about that one, Charles, once again.
7: Uh, I'd like to know how it works myself, but uh, section 93-35 of uh, Wisconsin statutes say that no person may modify the weather without obtaining a professional weather modification license from the state. So apparently you can go get one of those.
6: Well, I mean, sure. I've heard a lot of people talk about weather modification, and if you dig deep enough, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, if it's possible, it's legal in a lot of places, at least in the United States. I mean, yeah. I'm sure we'll have some people call off about like chemtrails and maybe uh, cloud seeding, that whole thing, but it's an interesting topic, and
4: I think you know, every time you bring it up, you get a lot of weird looks. But Charles, once again, well, it's incredible. You, you, you can, you can really just go and Google weather modification, private companies come up. You could hire somebody to modify the weather if you have enough money. Wow, well, you, can, you know, do that.
6: I, th- I think for me, Ben, what, what begs my attention when talking about weather modification is why can't you know? What's the extent of what we can do? And I'll leave the question as rhetorical. I don't, I don't know enough. I know a little bit about cloud seeding. I know we did it in Vietnam. That whole spiel, we'll get on that. But Charles, uh, you did a great job. We we really we we like you, but we don't like you because you always fool us and you make us look so stupid. Um, <laughs> it's getting that, ridiculous. That, yeah, next time I see you, I think we're going to have a, a couple issues, and we are going to take bets on whether or not your marriage is going to last, so keep that in mind. That's real. <laughs> okay. that, that is not a false law. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just, whatever, Charles. We're having a good time. Thank you so much for the, the lower lie, and uh, once again, folks, America's Favorite Game Show. I don't know what else I can say <laughs> that'll keep you entertained, but Charles Radner, great job. Great job. Thank you. That's right. Charles, thanks for calling in. You're a legend. You're a myth. You're a man. Whatever. Uh, but there you go. So, so, man, we have not moved. I mean, we are at a stand. I don't think five for fourteen. That's what I'm for at fourteen. Six episodes left. And now, you know, like so much. You know, you know we'll get into our sports logic here. But now, if you, if you're a sports fan, now you start talking about like numbers. Now it's like we PS and I have to make up ground now because we we have to make up at least three points to get ahead of you without you scoring. You know, and we only have six episodes to do it. So Ouch. now. It, it's time for me to maybe start cheating or take like performance enhancing <laughs> drugs. Maybe I can, you know, <laughs> ginseng or something. You the
3: brain of a four year old boy. i was glad to get rid of
6: it. <laughs> maybe some ergogenic <laughs> aids or something. But yeah, that's that's lower life, folks. So hopefully you would enjoyed
4: that America's favorite game show.
6: America's very much favorite game show. But uh, so th- we do that. We have a good time because we like to keep our mind off the idea that the war in Iraq has now cost us over five hundred billion dollars. We like to forget the fact that over 4,000 4, of our own troops are dead. That's just the, uh, that's just the official number, and, and according to Jeffrey Humphrey, it's a lot more than that. And we try to also forget, according to Information Clearinghouse, that over a million Iraqi people have died because of, just, because of this Whoa. war alone. We try to keep our minds oh, off of the things that, uh, if you look at them and you pay enough attention, that if you don't cry, then you're not human. So uh, that's kind of our show. That's what we do. We try to just keep the ball rolling and try to not be so depressed. But, hey... You know, lest I am going to be accused of not keeping you into the bad news. Uh, plenty more to go. We'll talk about some new anti-terror legislation. We'll talk about the FDA now cautioning consumers against anything that could ever cure cancer. Stay tuned, folks. AnimalFarmShow.com. I
7: I
5: Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HenceUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempfUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset, so try it today. Store it today and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org.
9: Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts. Survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com Get hard to find objects like real world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-M-E Military.com. Free shipping on items over $150. Not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at mainmilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out mainmilitary.com.
2: Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore.
10: Lighting the fires of liberty with your host, Michael Badnarek, from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central, Monday through Friday, only on We the People Radio Network.
6: Animal Farm show is your best friend. I don't know. If, I don't know if you believe in luck or fate, but I will tell you this: there was a girl, age 16, she survived a lightning strike, and then her family won the lottery the next day. This is stuff you just can't make up, Blanchard, Michigan. This is unbelievable. I was going to lead in the show with this, then, but I failed miserably. No one quite understands the term "striking it lucky." Lucky, excuse me. Better than 16-year-old Brianna Helzo. The Michigan team survived being struck by lightning and went on to win $20 in a lottery the next day. I thought she won the lottery, but I was all excited for like a million-dollar jackpot. Don't don't tell me she only won $20. It's got to be a typo. Helso was at her home in Blanchard about 15 miles northeast of Grand Rapids watching thunderstorms roll by on June 6th when she noticed rain entering the open kitchen window. She went to close the window, and lightning came through and hit her. I've heard about this. Holy crap. I've heard of, of the ability of lightning to go through your window and hit you, so it's not a myth. Uh, her mother, Linda Johnson, told the Daily News Greenville, we think it must have hit the house or something, so blah, blah, blah. You know, she survived. Electricity passed through her body. She, she was alive, and she said it felt like when your foot falls asleep. Which, wow, I thought it was a lot worse than that. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm looking here, Ben. (laughs) <laughs> oh man. This 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 one I I've been fooled again. I've been fooled so many times tonight. I just can't I just can't stand it. They won twenty bucks in the lottery. So never mind that. I'm glad I didn't start off the show with that. I would have looked like a jackass. Um, twenty bucks is not hard to win in a lottery, folks. It's actually pretty easy, but he survived the lightning strike, so at least it was somewhat worth mentioning. Yeah. But I'm gonna pass the ball to you now and shut up. Um
4: yeah. <laughs> For, the, the,
6: the, this. What is wrong with me, man? <laughs>
4: This uh this article right here is plugged, bugged out. Uh, Japan is cracking down on fattiness and they're measuring fattiness. Wait a minute. They measuring. Well that's just my I word. need a definition on that Ben. That's my word. But they they're cracking down on fat <laughs> <and> overweightness <laughs> going on in their country. Uh this is from New York Times. Japan seeking trim waste, measures millions. This well, is socialism at its You really need to begin with though. I I uh, Go ahead. Japan, a country known for its overweight people. I guess it's they're not known for skinny, I guess it's or, or not known for its. Overweight yeah, exactly. They're, they're very
6: What's you know, wrong with they're me? skinny, dude.
4: Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> i hope nobody's listening. Has undertaken one of the most ambitious campaigns ever by a nation to slim down its citizenry, summoned by the city of Amagasaki one recent morning, <laughs> Minoru Nogiri, 45, a flower shop owner found himself lining up to have his waistline measured. With no visible punch, he seemed to run little risk of being classified as overweight or metabo, the preferred word in Japan these days. Ooh. But because the new state-prescribed limit for male waistlines is a strict 33.5 inches, do you know how many Americans would fail that? Oh, my God. 33.5 inches. Like, I'm not a heavy I, I guy. Fail, I, think, I think I'm think bigger than I, would fail. I think I'm a 34 waist. I, I Yeah, me too, man. I mean, I just, yeah, I'm Italian, and i have an excuse, but... Wow, Wow. yeah, he had actually measured himself at home a couple of days earlier, and he said, I'm on the border. <laughs> under, a national like, <laughs> under a national law that came into effect two months ago companies and local governments must now measure the waistline of Japanese people between the ages of 40 and 74 as part of their annual checkups the government is giving annual checkups for people God. in Japan uh, that represents more than 56 million waistlines or about 44% of the entire population uh. those exceeding government limits mm. 33.5 inches for men and 35.4 inches for women. So women, I guess, could be a little, um oh, what's the nice word? I'm going to get in trouble. Uh, hey, uh, baby. Rounder. Rounder. No, no, uh, no. No, 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 bad
6: word. Uh, I can't use plump. Uh, I'll get in trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pleasantly plump. I don't know, babe.
4: Whatever. <laughs> it's better. 35.4 inches for women, <laughs> which are identical to the thresholds established in 2005. Japan by International Diabetes Federation under oh, an God. easy guideline for identifying health risks and having a weight-related ailment will be given dieting guidance if after three months they do not lose weight. If necessary, these people will be steered uh, toward further re-education yeah. after six more months. That sounds like, what happens? What,
6: do you, what does that mean? Re-education could mean going into a camp or it could be something of brochure. They,
4: they get one of those tin helmets get put on their head with the <laughs> tubes sticking out in the they tie you down and- get they open and yeah. they have to watch some, I don't know. <laughs> it's just not horrible. Okay. I mean, they, just that's as bad as government gets. They tie you down and feed you granola bars, <laughs> one, one a day, for three days.
2: <laughs> a breeze, and and you lose three
4: pounds. Well, uh, that, is, that is government at its worst. Can you imagine I mean, Americans lining up... Uh, in the scales and getting their mid. oh my god.
6: We often talk about you know what's going on in the UK all the time. You always try to have a UK segment, UK syndrome, if you will. Yes. And you know we talked about the guy who fell off his couch laughing at a TV show. His neighbor called the cops. And we talk about a lot of pretty intense police state stuff uh-huh. that happened there. But I got to tell you, Ben, it's it's. I mean, we're we're not exactly far far away from you know literal nanny state takeover, Big Brother, 1984. You you name Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, so it, it's, it's crazy, folks. 512 1984 Love to get your thoughts, your comments. So much still left for this show. but uh, That's a
3: fact. Yeah. That's a fact.
6: Thank you, George. I, I really I want to keep on the, the somewhat funny, somewhat humorous. This is a, in the form of poetic justice. A, T, a TSA screener sprays himself and eight or nine other screeners with pepper spray <laughs> at San Jose, <laughs> California, International Airport. Unfortunately, witnesses uh, witness say that. 30 people were affected, so that's not good. Our tax dollars, hard at work, and how many times have we said that before? San Jose, California, poetic justice is rare in this world, which makes what happened recently uh, in Mineta San Jose International Airport all the more satisfying. A passenger suffering one of the Transportation Security Administration's TSA unconstitutional searches suddenly remembered the canister of pepper spray in his bag and warned his assailant about it. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. The TSA agent took it out and was going to put it into the hazardous waste disposal, said Rich Dressel, the airport spokesman. But that would have been too easy. And anyway, there's the TSA tradition of incompetence to uphold. (laughs) Very well done. So the screener accidentally discharged the thing instead. He took out nine of those happy, helpful Americans. The (laughs) The TSA pays to pause, presumably including himself. The reports weren't clear, but actually, you know, if it backfired on him, hopefully it did in this case. But, um, we're reckless, arrogant, <laughs> stupid dicks.
7: We're <laughs> going to get some
6: complaints. I, I knew, one. yeah. Well, uh, a <laughs> uh, listener dropped all day. We've got about three people listening to us right now. One of them is like my girlfriend. Pepper spray <laughs> disables everyone in the vicinity, not just direct targets. Yet Dressler insists that, quote, no other passengers or airport employees were affected. And no flights were delayed. Well, of course not. Why would, why would delay a flight? They're not going to wait for you. So the yeah. justice is pure. The agency did, didn't even uh, detain the poor guy from whom it swiped the spray because he cooperated. Police states, um, you know, they're, they're, they're big on the cooperation thing. So I guess he wasn't. Detained in the, the little, you know, the rubber gloves room. You know, you go in the room and it's, oh, it, it's the intimate time for before the plane ride. So, you know, I don't know, folks. And, and, and I, I, I just have a mental need for these types of articles because it just keeps me sane. Otherwise, we keep talking about all this tremendous corruption and I lose my brain. Um, but you know what? And the other thing too is I, I was, I always look at CNN videos and stuff like that and I just, I don't know what it is about kittens. But every time I look at the news, there's someone else destroying kittens. There's, I swear to God, there was there's this thing out of North Carolina. A woman witnessed a man driving in an automobile, like a truck or something. He threw a bag in the middle of the street full of kittens. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Unfortunately, what? this is in the middle of the street. Cars ran over this bag. Wow. One kitten survived.
4: Well, listen, that's a good story in regards to that. Is I had four kittens growing up, or I had four cats. My family had four cats, and uh, the woman that... We got those cats from. Uh, was going to feed them to a boa constrictor. Oh, great! Yeah, that's, that's really. Well, I mean, you know, at least that's nature. But I mean, to throw yeah. them in the middle of a street. I mean, look, if they get us snake, yeah, that's pretty sick. You
6: have man. to feed a lot of food, I and mean, not a cat. But I mean, it's. I mean, look, I know it's not politics. I know it probably doesn't matter. But it's just I, I have well, to. Well, it goes. Put, it goes well, what the hell those is cats. going
0: on with these people yeah. in this
6: country? Yeah. Why would you destroy kittens in that? Mat- Why would you destroy kittens at all? I mean, people want pets. Why do it? So I I don't know I don't know what's going through people's heads these days, um, but to,
4: I guess the, the degradation of society. Man, it's just sick, man. It's, it's absolutely. You know, oh, puppy, how are you people! The puppy through the the the, the, or the <laughs> marine. The marine <laughs> puppy through the marine now. Yeah. Oh,
6: where are you getting this story? out? of
4: drinking. All right, I tell you what, I'll, I'll I'll kick it back off here. We got the
6: DMC. <laughs> Oh yeah, hey, that's just what a great time for a break. Yeah, you saved us there. <laughs> when, we come, when we come back, Denver is stocking up on pepper weapons, unlawful <laughs> weapons. we uh, we'll have a pump. and we have going to so get. So, God bless and God bless America, folks. Stay tuned.
2: Hi, my name's Don Wiskin and for over seven years I've been telling people about Cardivite. Here's Dr. John Matson, a naturopathic doctor and his views on Cardivite.
7: I would like to thank Don, for making my job so much easier because your products just make it so simple, right? To fool around with a lot of exotic things that don't work, we can just put them on cartivite and things start to work almost right away. I've had dozens and dozens of patients with heart problems who have corrected them and what it's doing, there's so much garlic in there that has a yeast killing effect. That yeast is a big problem in the gut. pushes the liver hard. It also has metal chelating effect and most of the other herbs in there I find that strengthen the arteries. They help to neutralize free radicals. Your remedy is as close to what we do in our program as you can get as far as one supplement goes. It's working on the gut, it's working on the liver, it's working on the arteries. What more can you ask for?
2: To learn more, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit our website at heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P dot com.
8: Hey, this is Nancy. And this is Katie. And we're with the Liberty Cafe Show. We have some huge news. Ron and Carol Paul are going to be on our show Saturday, June 21st at 10 p.m. If you have a question for Ron or Carol, please email us at show at gmail.com because we're going to pick out the best ones. That's right. Make sure you listen in on Saturday nights to the Liberty Cafe Show every Saturday from 10 p.m. to midnight. Hey, Nancy. Yes, Katie? Are you going to bring the beer this time? Okay. Or am I? Katie, oh, okay. this is supposed to be a uh, family show. We're supposed to be a quiet. It. But it's on Saturday night. All right, I got the beer. Okay, sweet. Okay, guys, don't forget, Ron and Carol Paul are going to be on our show June 21st, 10 p.m. Hey, you know, I feel like we're almost legitimate or something. <laughs> almost. Right? <laughs> hey, don't forget to email us. That email is libertycafeshow at gmail.com, and we're going to see you all then.
2: Headline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore.
3: Remember, remember the fifth of November. I'm Ron Paul, and you're listening to We the People Radio Network.
4: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Animal Farm on the We the People Radio Network, five one two six four six. 1984 is the number to call in. I have a question for listeners out there. A little piece of information if you'll help us out. Uh, Maybe you could drop us an instant message, AOL instant message screen name, Animal Farm Show. Wanted to know if Ron Paul co-sponsored Dennis Kucinich's articles of impeachment. Mm. So if anybody knows that um, and can get to us quickly with that, uh, we'd be much obliged. But we do have Ron Paul news. He was on CNN again. Right. And um, he said that he doesn't plan to endorse McCain at all. Sticking to his guns as you usual um here's a clip i thought you did a great job
3: sure in st paul minnesota in early september one of john mccain's former rivals will be very close by putting a possible thorn in his side and joining us now from houston texas congressman ron paul Uh, he was a republican presidential candidate until what only the other night uh, you suspended your campaign congressman i guess the question is what took so long Well, we had to wait and uh, go through all the uh, primaries to see how many votes we could get. We got about 1.2 million votes. So uh, once that was over, I mean, it was natural to end that part of the campaign and start something new or continue it. Because our campaign, our campaign for liberty has been ongoing and it will continue right up to the convention in September. I know you're planning uh, some sort of rally at the convention. Tell me about that. What's the point? Well, the point is that there's a lot of frustration out there by conservatives and people who believe in limited government and are unhappy with the war. They're interested in monetary policy. And we don't hear much of that from our party leaders. And they've been working very, very hard for a year and a half. Some are very disappointed that the campaign isn't continuing and that there's not some chance I could win at the convention. But that's not realistic. But the natural thing I think to do is to have a rally, have our own meeting and bring people together and everybody gets to be a delegate and we get to celebrate what we have done and actually come up with some ideas that might suggest to the republican party and things that they can do to build the party again instead of seeing this party keep shrinking. And I think we have some very positive suggestions. It is not designed to confront or demonstrate or disrupt the convention. We're way down the street, like seven miles away, and we're going to have uh, a real celebration of what we think is very important, that's a celebration of liberty. So it won't necessarily be a slap at John McCain's face, so the thousands of Ron Paul supporters who probably will show up in St. Paul, is that what you're saying? I think in a personal sense, no, that is not the case. Philosophically, it's challenging because we will talk about the war, but we will also defend our position as conservative Republicans that we don't have to always support wars that are undeclared. So, yes, it'll be challenging, but it's not a slap in the face. I just hardly ever mention John McCain's name, and I'm sure up there it will not be an attack on John McCain. It will be a philosophic uh, argument about why we ought to follow our Constitution. Follow limited government proposals that we have believed in for so long. Get back to balancing budget, doing the things that Republicans used to believe in and actually try to practice, but we've gone a long way from now. All right, we we, we so, so, right
4: invited our viewers. Oops, sorry.
6: Yeah, so many few. He's trying to get that point through so many times, and yeah. I still don't think people understand what he's saying, and I'm not, I'm not faulting Ron Paul. I think he does a great job. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, this is what c- traditional conservatives used to be about. Yeah, you know what he stands for, and and people just don't understand. They're like, he's so far from conservative. No, he's he is a real conservative. Yeah, they they go out and they call Ron Paul a liberal and stuff. And that's that's what I'm saying yeah, it's it's completely ridiculous. It's Why? You know, and and again, not that I'm a you know huge Republican. I don't like. I don't really mm-hmm. like to subscribe to any particular party because my views are certainly different than everybody else's views. Yeah, no two are alike. That's the beauty oh, yeah. of America. We're all different, but uh, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, I, I, that's. I would have started it out with, and again, I'm not criticizing Ron Paul, but Blitzer comes out and he says, "What took you so long?" Mm-hmm. And I was actually surprised to not hear. Ron Paul kind of started out with, well, first of all, you know, the campaign wasn't just about me being president. It's about change. It's about yeah. the idea that there are so many people, and Ron Paul was this uh, mouthpiece, if you will, mm-hmm. but not in the George Bush sense, of course. But the idea that he was this representative of so many people who are sick and tired of both fake parties. Yeah, we don't want Coke, we don't want Pepsi. The Jesse Ventura comparison. Mm-hmm. We want real change. Yeah. Um, Granted, Obama has that slogan that we are, you know, change now. Yes, we can. All this nonsense. No, we're talking about real change. We're talking about absolutely limiting what government's doing, Mm -hmm. getting rid of this nanny state, the whole
4: thing. So um, drastically changing our foreign policy, looking at our monetary policy. Uh, changing our, 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 the fact that a private central bank owns our monetary system, <laughs> first since 1913, <laughs> um, yeah, and, and things like that, that of that nature. Uh, but I do want to put out the call again for anybody that does know, or uh, I'm very, very curious about whether Ron Paul has endorsed Dennis Kucinich's. Uh, um, I haven't articles, heard even. Yeah, I'm curious too. impeachment, and if he hasn't, we we have to put. Uh, We have to put some heat on him. We've got to do it. We have to do it. Uh, He absolutely deserves to be impeached. Yeah, we talk about
6: how effective Ron Paul was and has been and probably continues to be uh, you know, just from the internet standpoint, just the idea that he raised is so much money, so many millions, yeah. just because of internet support. And and of course, that conversation always kind of dwells into the idea of how important and powerful and vital in so many ways the internet is uh-huh. and can be for us, because it gives us, first of all, the ability to do internet this show. Thank you, George. Yeah. it gives us the ability to do this show right now. But more than that, it's just a, it's finally a place where anybody can go and express their opinion and so many times you hear people in government trying to limit that but I was actually you know browsing some some stories and some new things and I found a new study that 46 um, percent uh, there's a campaign 46 46 percent using the web for politics more Americans nearly half in fact are using new media this presidential election to learn about the candidates that's according to a new Pew Internet an American Life project study released Sunday wow. found 46% of Americans have used the internet or cell phone text messaging for political activity, 35%. Internet. Of, thank you, George. 35% of adults have watched a political video on YouTube or other video websites compared to 13% during the 2004 presidential race. Think about that, from, from 13% to 46%. That's just adults, and nearly 30% of adults have re, have read transcripts of speeches or position papers by candidates on the internet. In an attempt to move beyond the sound bites, the study found. So, you know, the good news is that yes, I mean, this, the internet is being used, and mm-hmm. you could argue that there's some really serious, horrible, raunchy stuff on the net. But you know what? It, it, it's a huge place, and. It's it's becoming more and more important and more and more useful and thank God we have it Ben thank God yep. at, at this point. Where well, am supposed to go in the fetal position because of your pole? Yeah, well George, <laughs> you, you got to do what you got to do there, pal. And I don't know I don't know what you do in your your personal time, but um so yeah, the study is coming out. And I think the the conclusion here with the study was that yeah, I mean people are still turning to the radio, internet, and newspaper, uh-huh. but. You know, think about that boost from it's 13
4: lessening. to 40. It's lessening a lot, and people are looking more towards alternative media. Yeah. We know the uh, Alex Joneses out there have, have absolutely blown up and um, and have really, really just started to do incredible things with the alternative media. And oh, a lot I of did. people are waking up, and a lot of people are understanding uh, simple things, simple yeah. things like uh, you know, monetary policy and fiat currency and government-sponsored terror mm-hmm. and things of that nature, um, a world poll. That just came out. This is kind of switching gears, but it's pretty ridiculous as it is. Uh, ugh, a new world public opinion poll of 20 nations finds that just two percent say that they have a lot or some confidence that President Bush will do the right thing regarding book, world affairs. Uh, more people trust uh, Ahmadinejad yeah. than Bush. Wow. Yeah. 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 I
6: mean, you know, not for nothing, but who is the you know who's the aggressor in this point? I'm no fan of George. You know, you know, Ahmadinejad, that whole thing. I'm not promoting him at all, but. Folks, you know, who's, who's sending the troops? Who's bombing the country? George W. Yeah. Thank you, George. And, you know, they, you know I'm glad you're, you're being honest, George, but... I mean, you know, the guys. You know, we're just we're going to nations and we're declaring we're not declaring war. We're just going there and we're starting wars. Yeah. For for reasons that are completely unjust and unconstitutional. And you know, yeah, it's it's no wonder. I mean, you know, look, you can say all you want about Ahmadinejad. He's nuts. He's crazy. Everybody, he's the wackiest Holocaust denier. Yeah, he's he's absolutely the most crazy person in the world. Fine. Mm -hmm. When was the last time he bombed a country? Yeah. Anywhere near. Like yeah. we, like we have, you know. When well, well, you know, we try to overtake
4: a country, he is, he is pretty crazy, is your, in my opinion. I'm sure he is. Um, I have no but, doubt. But you're right. He just hasn't bombed. But he does. hasn't bombed the country. He doesn't go to. He doesn't just go to war for for ridiculous reasons and get his country
6: into trouble. Like or he us. just
4: doesn't flat out lie and then says he goes to yeah. war for some reason, then goes to war for a different yeah. reason. Our president is trying reason. to sell
6: us on this ridiculous bullcrap idea that you know this country is going to bomb us from their country and destroy America in one foul swoop, <laughs> even though we have a, a much better, you know, we have much more. Technology, much better military, um, and so yeah, they're trying to find any excuse to go to war with him and, and, and Iran. And the, and this act. war will end yep. in the defeat of the terrorists and totalitarian. totalitarian. That's right, George. Thanks. Just, just get it all out, George. Um, so yeah, it, it's just ridiculous. It makes me nuts. It makes me crazy is that this has all been written. It's all been written by the PNAC, uh fellows, the big think tank, and mm-hmm. it's all in stone. And it's been it was published well before nine eleven. And the fact that people still to this day think. That the surge is working and that we're really helping out, and we're doing good, just makes we're you winning. realize how yeah we're winning that's, the war. That's, that's, and, that's the biggest a, talking That's the new Laura Ingram point. Is oh my god, you know Barack but Obama winning? Yeah, Barack Obama hasn't changed his stance Obama. on pulling the the troops out because you know he hasn't acknowledged that the troop surge is working. The troop surge <laughs> is a complete fallacy. It's not what even is, real.
4: What is winning anyway? can
6: never win a war. It's not winning No war is winnable. It's just praise. Ah, I've given up. Uh, folks, much more to come. Last segment, animalfarmshow.com. New blocker arrests hit record high. Stay tuned.
10: This is Steve Shank, J. Michael Stevens Group. Let's get real. Flour is already being rationed, prices on food are getting so high warehouses are installing security systems and guards. You can expect soon to see criminal activity in food. We're all in a foot race as to whether the food will become so expensive we can't afford it or there will be no food at any price. We can't grow enough of our own food even with genetically altered trash. It will give you the opportunity to eat perfectly engineered food. They think God didn't get it right, so Monsanto had to step in. If you think it's a little bit crazy to put in a supply of food, it's okay. We won't tell. Call 800-409-5633 on the web, eFoodsDirect.com. That's 800-409-5633. It may be a little bit crazy, that's okay. Because there is no such thing as a little bit dead.
12: can enjoy the sweetest cleanest drinking water anytime even while traveling camping at sporting events or in emergency situations the berkey light removes bacteria cysts parasites and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey light is so powerful it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People radio network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444.
9: Collectors. Outdoor Enthusiasts. Survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MayMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-M-E military.com. With free shipping on items over $150. Not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now. Like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at mainmilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out mainmilitary.com.
10: Great host, great topics, free speech at its best. This is We the People Radio Network. Get up, stand up, stand
9: up for your rights.
12: extended just far enough to cross the lawn of the Juvenile Justice Center. Ben,
5: what are you in for? What am I in
12: for? <laughs> in this case, in the blood mobile, not the big house.
7: It was a minor misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, made
4: a stupid mistake.
12: Now Ben and other 17 and 18 year olds can pay the price for their minor crimes by meeting the Red Cross donor requirements and giving blood. Compliments of Creative Sentencing by Cuyahoga County Juvenile Judge Peter Socorro.
10: I personally like to do things that will really give an impact and get the kids to think about their actions. This is a good way to help out, and I messed up in the past, and it's a good way to pay back to the community. We think this is probably the first such program in the country,
6: not just for juvenile reports. Once again, once again, don't do a report next to a loud vehicle. We keep getting these, but (laughs) for adult reports as
12: well. And Judge Fikora may be on to something. Already judges from Georgia and Alabama have called asking about this life-saving alternative sentencing.
6: If this catches on, if this would become a national type program, it could go a long way. I can't deal with this anyway. It's it's real quick. If you could, you know, if you could kind of sort through all the nonsense on the news, you know, and if you could try to get past all the gay stuff that's going on, which, again, you know, we're not not opposed to the gay marriage thing, but it was all over the news, every state, all the stuff, Mm -hmm. and all this outrage because people... God forbid people love each other in this country, the but best gay porn ever. Thank you, Mike. Uh, blood donation <laughs> sentence. I I kind of perused the CNN video as I often do, and a new Ohio juvenile court now is is mandating offenders donate blood to fulfill their community service obligation, and then they they go about it as if that's a good
4: thing. You know, they're kind of like. We we let them do this oh, yes. because of this the, and this the and they're community. like I'm, I'm, this is a great opportunity for for young kids to just give their blood and, <laughs> and make up for all their wrongdoings. I it's don't. Know. I, 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 I guess they want to suck
2: your blood. I I don't
6: even know what to make of this. I, I look at this and I look at some of the responses that people are so optimistic about. You know, how they love, they just love their nanny state. Like, I just love... this is great. I just love when the government tells me which direction to walk in, and I just can't deal without it, you know. And you know what, Ben, at the end of the day, maybe some people need this. Maybe some people need the government to tell them what to do, because, I mean, that, that's, that's what I... I have to try to keep an open mind about these things. And I say to myself, you know what, I'm an independent person. I have a lot of things I love in life. I have, a, You know, I'm so blessed with great family, great friends, and health, and all the things that I, I know I take for granted, and I try not to. But, you know, I, I also try to keep myself and check and I try to be responsible and I, I don't want people telling me what to do. I'm a very much a natural rebel. Mm-hmm. Like, don't tell me where to go. Don't tell me what to do. It's my life and I will get very violent and very quick. But, you know, some people, I guess, need it. Some people really love this <laughs> because <laughs> the reactions you get from this, and, and maybe we're making too big of a deal about let That's people. what Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Schwarzenegger
4: says. He says 95% of people want to be told what to do and how they live their lives. No question. Yeah. Stop yeah. being a lamb. <laughs> I tell you that
6: it, when, the more you talk to some people in this country, unfortunately, He's got a point. Not that I endorse it. I don't agree. I don't agree. I disagree. But some people like it. Some people want it. Some oh, yeah. people want to have that extra father figure. Oh yeah, so it makes me sick and yep. it's and repulsive. Great.
4: Um, but you know, it, it is what it is. But you see it everywhere. You know, you see it when you're driving your car and you got a Ron Paul sticker on the back, and a, and people are like, <laughs> "Who's Ron Paul?
6: Yeah, who's Ron Paul? Paul?
4: He never, never going to ne- win. i never heard of him." Like I went to a I went to a rally in the in New York a Ron Paul rally in front of MTV, which is very. Very amusing. You were at that one. That's funny. Yeah, I was a great. Yeah, I got interviewed by a bunch of people, and it was it was classic. But uh, Obama people were walking by. Yo, who's wrong, Paul? And I'm like, I'm like, here, take a pamphlet and find out. And they're like, No, no, I don't want to. I don't want to find out. And I'm like, Then don't ask, you piece of crap. Yeah, I don't really give a damn about who I'm voting for. Obama is
6: a
1: mack daddy.
6: (laughs)
4: <laughs> oh, that's the thing. People, people don't vote with their heads half the time. Yeah. Uh, but but just know, a reminder for people out there, uh, com. Yes. Uh, I was looking for people to sign up. 56K have signed up so far. They're looking for 100,000. And Piath
6: is one of them. All right,
4: Pius. Good job, Piath. I have uh, a
6: round of applause for
4: you, Pius. You know what
10: I'm digging is that Ron Paul
4: guy. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like to get to old with <laughs> Oh there you go. Fifty six K have signed up so far. Um, just to let people know out there. Yeah. But I am still looking for the answer. Has Ron Paul Co-sponsor, Dennis Kassensh's articles of impeachment. You know what, Ben? Did he he put his name to it? I want to know. (laughs) And if he didn't, we need to put some heat on him.
6: Either we've scared everybody away listening to him. You are. (laughs) That's right, you are. (laughs) Either we've scared everybody away, or it's just one of those nights where people are just scared to to call in. I don't know, maybe we're intimidating. Uh, I I do want to cover this briefly. This is just one more you know, reason and one more thing that reminds me how I love my country. Denver stocks up on pepper weapons and non- <laughs> non-lethal weapons to prepare for the DNC. Denver I Police. I love freedom. I do love freedom. Tuesday, this came out early today, where now Denver police are stocking up on guns that fire a pepper spray-like substance instead of bullets. Oh, yeah, That's kind of... At least they're thinking of us. <laughs> <A less laughs> rat, you know what? It's like, yeah, I wish I could curse. A less lethal weapon used to disperse crowds in advance of the Democratic National Convention, of course, Ben. Mm. They know that they saw what happened at the RNC, in, I guess it was oh four or 06, whatever it was, oh mm-hmm. five. Uh, and they it was oh four, yeah. It was oh four, yeah. I was, I was there. The first time. It, was, uh, it yeah. was a madhouse. It was, was absolutely nuts. We 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 heard the horror stories about the the concentration camps and the old oil refineries. We'll oh. get to that. It's crazy. I don't even know where to go from there, folks. Uh, it was it was widespread coverage on that too. It wasn't uh, blackout, but anyway, yeah. The department recently ordered 88 Mark IV launchers and projectiles at, at a cost, quote, in the low six figures. Uh, <laughs> the company that makes the weapons stated in a news release Monday. The request was for uh, delivery in advance of the DNC, according to Louisville-based Security with uh, Advanced Technology Incorporated. The convention scheduled for August 25th to 28th at the Pepsi Center is expe- <laughs> how appropriate. <Yeah. laughs> it's blue. It's, oh my god. Is expected to draw thousands of protesters to sites throughout Denver. And yeah, you could bet your ass. And I don't know if they're going to get the kind of numbers that we saw in New York City. Uh, and maybe we won't see the same kind of control with the helicopters, but they will. Then they will have the acoustic devices. It goes on. Oh boy, really? I, I don't know if I, it's a pretty big article, but it says yeah. Some organizers of the protest groups believe police are buying extended, rate, extended range tasers and weapons that incapacitate people with high intensity sound. So we will we will have those acoustic devices. I kind of forgot the name of them, but I'm wondering if they're going to start implementing those heat devices.
4: Well, they're doing drills. So the right? ray gun. The I, ray gun I devices. Think, I think they will. Um, I, I agree with they're you. Doing, they're high. doing all types of drills right now on uh, Monday. Military choppers are flying over Denver, Denver right now. I have audio for this. Um, and it's not too long so we can play it, um, but it's... it's. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> ugh. I, I, I understand. <laughs> And we got um, volume over that. there.
6: Hold on, one second. Let me get your, your audio never friggin' works, dude. I gotta tell you, your audio sucks. What's going on with my audio? Turn, know, turn me you're, up on the board. you up, dude. You're here. <laughs> <laughs> Fix your damn computer. Your computer's bunk.
4: Oh damn it. You know what, Ben? I'm... Oh. oh yeah. Oh. oh great. Yeah, I have RAM.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Put your damn volume up. I can't hear you.
4: Oh boy, All it's right. a, it's a darn flash player.
12: <laughs>
6: Thank you, Pa. Right. I'm gonna go on FDA. Oh. oh. getting a lot of
3: attention around town tonight. This is what people in Denver saw in the skies. Many of you called into CBS 4 reporting low-flying military helicopters. It was spotted all over the city from Civic Center Park out to City Park, also above some of the hospitals. Copters so close to the ground, there you can see it's easy to spot the people on board. Well, Denver police say they were very aware of this drill but couldn't give us specifics. We do know it was organized by the U.S. Department of Justice. Hmm.
11: I want to lodge a complaint. Yeah.
6: You know what, Ben? You were forewarned. I told you that Vista sucked, and you still got it anyway. You know what? You're, you're
4: living with it now. It, it came with the laptop, man. Well, I told you not to get it. No, I think no, I just, just had kidding. my volume down on my flash player. No. That, that was the problem. You know what? I apologize for everybody out there. I apologize. Ex- excuses,
6: excuses. Excuses, Oh,
4: boy. Climbing right, around. So, but anyways, they're doing military drills in Denver right now. Great, um, yeah, great, great. Co-co-authored, uh, co-jointed with the military, totally illegal. Um, I love it. Helicopters yes. flying all over the place. Oh, they're they uh, black, black helicopters. They're black ones, right? Yeah. You know. Hopefully they're black. Flying around all over the place, I'm sure, just intimidating people left and right, just showing them who's boss. Got to, got to let the people know. Listen, you know?
6: It's, it's time for people to lose their freedoms in this country because we need security. I, you know, I'm scared. I know terrorists are everywhere. I know they're they're constantly attacking us. So yeah, I think it's time to give up our our liberties. And who better to tell us uh, what not to buy as far as health is concerned than the FDA? I love the FDA. What a great organization that is. <laughs> <laughs> FDA now cautioning consumers against cancer cures. Mm. Oh boy, the. Cure- uh, the word <laughs> cures is obviously in quotes because you, you can't even say anything a cure anymore because the FDA uh, out of Reuters. Uh, consumers should be, beware of products sold on the Internet that claim to cure cancer. Now, I'm going to read this slower because you have to hear this this language. U.S. health officials said on Tuesday threatening penalties against more than two dozen companies selling creams, tea, and pills as treatment for the disease. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration said a variety of websites sell such products which can harm patients with potentially risky ingredients or by keeping them from seeking proven therapies notice they don't use the one cures and they're warning you about products which can harm with potentially you know risky side effects but again chantix is fda approved hello are there any curse words I can say on this it's radio incredible. station? Are you
4: friggin' kidding me? And the worst part about
6: this is Suicide is
0: f- f- You think, is my sorry, no, go ahead, you're think right. it's my own.
4: The worst part about this is it's if somebody actually did come out with a cure of cancer, then <laughs> it would never be known.
6: But that's exactly <laughs> it. It's like it's like you're telling me there's a company that is basically approving drugs that are killing our Americans or or maybe approving drugs from China yeah. that have horrible side effects and death. Yeah. And you're telling me that we shouldn't be going on the Internet to look for alternative medicine. We're dying from your vegan uh, medicine. You know, I don't know what else to say. I'm sweating. I- I- I'm i frustrated oh. for Ben. I have some tax. We will see you on Thursday night again from this new station. Thanks for the calls. Thanks for the support. Since your government, folks, is as American as apple pie, I know you understand that, and I appreciate it. And we will see you on Thursday, folks. Have a great night.